Hi, I'm G. And I'm Jay, and this is the Secrets Fillers Podcast. Pour yourself a cup of tea and let's chat. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite tea time situation. Tea time with J and G. Christmas <laughs> week edition. Christmas happy, week. Happy holidays to our secret spillers, whatever you're celebrating. Um, yeah. I hope you're having a lovely festive time of year. Um, it is currently raining in the city, and I don't think we're expected to get any Christmas snow at this point. So, Oh, darn. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Um, makes things a little less magical, so to say, but you know, it's about that Christmas spirit, right? You know, we stood in a Christmas parade yesterday in the rain and one of the, um, the fire truck was like spitting out fake snow. So you can always do that. (laughs) You can always do that amidst the rain. I don't know how well that would do here. So our gift to you today is a little bit of a new template for tea time that we're trying out. Um, I've heard it on other podcasts that I love and it's called loving, learning, and thinking about. And if your guests like J and G didn't really plan this episode and they're winging it, you guessed correctly. (laughs) So so welcome to Christmas week. Give us a break guys. Come on. Like we've been churning out content like a machine. This is going to be a little bit of a more lazy episode. (laughs) Which we love. Yes. Um, but yes, G did come up with a brilliant, loving learning thinking about for today's pod, which. And a um, little sprinkle in of festive cheer. Yes. And a little sprinkle of festive cheer. Um, so, so G kick us off. What are you loving these days? You're looking at it, <laughs> but you're not looking me? at it. Cause we're loving me. <laughs> oh my I God, am loving you. wearing cozy rompers. Ooh. I am loving wearing, I'm going to stand up for you. Uh, cozy see. rompers oh, that looks extremely cozy that are like uh, and a yeah. cozy cardigan like just being um I think for the longest time I didn't think about I thought that you wear clothes oh no clothes wear you but really you wear clothes <laughs> wow very <laughs> profound <laughs> I've heard people say that before and I totally messed it up but like don't <laughs> now I now I'm on my fashion soapbox. Get on the soapbox. We love a fashion soapbox <laughs> moment. Wait, I actually want I wanted to tell you an interesting thing I heard on another podcast I was listening to about fast fashion because that's obviously something we talk about a lot on the pod and we've interviewed a, a lot of um at this point a few founders or people who work in that space of trying to, you know, change the fashion industry for the better. Um and they said the interesting part about like, you know, Zara, H&M, a lot of these companies that are um, mass producing clothes, that's a huge problem for our planet. Um, it's the, the socioeconomic part of that is interesting. So if you go, if like she said on this podcast, you know, I'm torn about how we address this as a society, because um, if we go back to a world where there aren't any of these cheaper fast fashion options, if that's even possible, right? Um, then what you're wearing becomes so much more of a distinction of your class. Like you almost mm. go back to a different time where like mm. you can only have nice things if you're kind of in that aristocratic space, right? Right. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never even thought about it from that perspective of making fashion looking nice, accessible to people at all price points. Um, and so then I was like, oh, shoot. Well, how do we fix that? 
So yeah. think about that speaker spiller. So we need yeah, to we are not that. learning about that currently. We don't know no. the answer to that. But here's my answer. Okay. I had a mom friend over for a mom date and her daughter's okay. name was Ruth. So that was really complicated telling toddlers like oh give it to Ruth and it's like I am Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. little minds being blown <laughs> yeah um but I loved the like jumpsuit romper situation that she was wearing and she goes well I ordered it in two sizes and I didn't need the medium size so I'm going to return it would you like to try them and I was like yes I will in all of my conscious consumerism I will save those from the <laughs> from the landfill from certain death yeah <laughs> And that's what I'm wearing. Okay. Well, we love, so you did a full conscious consumer moment. You yeah. actively took that romper out of a landfill. You're welcome. You saved the <laughs> planet. Thank you, G. <laughs> no, but seriously, obviously all those, those <laughs> things matter. So yeah, I was just a new piece of the conversation that I hadn't been thinking of, but then I was like, okay, well, thrifting, right? Thrifting is, which we talked about in one of our previous episodes with Allie, um, that is a way to still look cute and have fun clothes in a more um, sustainable way. Um, so I still yeah. think we can get rid of these, these things eventually. And um, I think what I was trying to say in my weird, um, clothes don't wear you moment was I want to wear things that make me feel like myself and make me feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. the era that I'm in. And so right now it means, um, basically pajamas. <laughs> oh my God. I, so we just got the coziest. I'm going to, I'm going to bring it over to show you coziest lounge set from my in-laws for Christmas. Oh. Um, already what my, yeah well we celebrated early because we're going to charleston for actual oh, christmas great. we did a little we did a fun christmas like pre-christmas dinner um and celebration with them and last year my mother-in-law shout out if you're listening got me a green um sweatsuit that i literally wore every day <laughs> to the point where my husband was like are you going to wash that? Like, does that need to be washed? Which is definitely not a great time for how often you, you wear something. Um, I would like come home from work and I'd change like immediately into it. It's all I would wear on the weekends. You probably, I probably recorded so many podcasts in this green jumps, this green sweatsuit. But anyway, uh, let me show you my new please. one, you know, living in comfort. Comfort is very important to me too, G. It's like, okay. Yeah. Cozy is like a big part of my personality. Yeah. Okay. So we're all about a sweatsuit set. Look like the abominable snowman. <gasps> Sherpa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's everything. It feels like wearing a fuzzy blanket. I have a long coat like that. And oh, um, someone someone said, like, I love that you're wearing that. Um, because like Sherpa was kind of big a couple of years ago. And I was like, Sherpa is always big for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gave her a, a stink eye. Um, excuse me, Sherpa never goes out of style. Thank you. <laughs> She I have a big fuzzy teddy <laughs> coat too that I live in. Um, yeah, I just like, oh God, I can't do it. I can't do the outfits that are like so uncomfortable anymore. Like, yeah, not for it's us. It's not worth it. I mean, I, I think know. cozy is a pillar of our podcast. Yes, it is a pillar of our podcast. <laughs> Coziness and conscious consumerism. <laughs> we really, oh and God. And how they intersect. Yes, that is what the whole uh, <laughs> podcast is going to be about in the new year. Jay, what are you, what are you loving right now? Um, okay. So I thought about this for a hot second and I'm really loving my skincare routine. Ooh. I had like Please. a bad, a bad transition, um, from summer to winter skin this year, for some reason, like that, the change in the temperature and what maybe it was other things that were happening in my, in my life. Um, definitely like 
manifested on in in my skin and I was also being lazy about my skincare routine I was like doing the half-assed version um sorry I said ass ah then I said it again um (laughs) (laughs) leave that out um like you know I don't know I was being lazy I was only a little bit washing my face not putting on all my things and then I was like you know what I have to slow down um Mm. and make this like something that I'm gonna enjoy doing something a ritual that I look forward to and I um gave myself, you know, like 10 to 15 minutes early in the evening before I was like too tired to like, want that's to the do key thing. That is the key. Like before you sit think, down on the couch. Yes. Like almost like right after dinner, you should yeah. just like, go get your cozies on mm-hmm. do your skincare and really take your time with it. Uh, and it is actually very relaxing. Mm-hmm. And I, so I did, I do like the whole thing now with, um, I don't know if anyone cares about my skincare routine, but obviously I use, um, beauty counter, most of their products, wash, cleanse my face, put on all my serums. I really love the, um, I should know what the serum is called. It's the the counter time one, the tripeptide. Yeah. yeah. That one. And then I do my snail mucin too, which I also love because that's super hydrating for the winter. Your what? Uh, my snail mucin. Have we not talked about this? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you rub snail juice on your I face? Have snail juice. I put snail juice on my face. Um, it's clean. It's like a Korean skincare thing. You can buy it on Amazon. I think you can also buy it like Ulta and Sephora. It's actually really not that expensive. It's like $11 or something and you get like a tub of it and it's just super hydrating. So if you have dry oh, wow. skin, you need this because you can like glob it all over and not be like, this is like a $90 serum. Like I can only use mm-hmm. like the proper like amount. Um, so I love that a key I'm kind of like going off tangent, but a key to, if you're having trouble with winter skin, something that I found is key is exfoliating. So we have like, um, and I wasn't really doing that. And I think that's what made my skin so angry. So once I got in a good routine of like, I honestly, now I'm exfoliating every day. Sometimes I use like our AHA mask or as an, as the exfoliator, but I also love the Tata Harper like exfoliating cleanser. I feel like mm. that helps. I'll link everything if anybody cares. But <laughs> anyway, care, so, yeah, the point it being like, that has become such a great part of my night routine. It takes some time. It takes like 10 to 15 minutes to really do everything. And I'm not looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've just gotten out of the bath setting. You know, it smells good. I'm relaxed. Um, and I'm doing this self-care practice and I just feel really good after, about it. And then I also do the um, Gua Jia at the end, which mm. I find guys like after a long day, if you have a stressful job or a stressful life, okay, so good on this earth. Um, the, the Gua Jia on your chin just feels like amazing. Like I can feel like my chin tension melting away. So yeah. That's I'm living. yeah. I love that for you. It's so oh, easy exactly. to like not, and then you get out of the routine and it's a really simple 10 minute way to like be present with yourself. It is. And so I, it helps my mental health weirdly enough, but it's also obviously my skin drastically improved after like a week or two. of Which like, also like, makes you feel better. Which, yeah, it's also nice Hugely to better. control of something in your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what are you learning, G? What are you learning these days? So this came to me um, as you were chatting, because I think you said something about mm-hmm. tea, having like, once you're done with your skincare, being on yes. the couch, being cozy. Mm-hmm. Um. I heard this on my favorite podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, as they were talking about how to survive the holiday season, which everybody is going into the holiday season right now. Yeah. There is a psych, it's psychologically proven that holding a cup of tea, which this is 
be on brand for us. Wow. This is, is the most tea time that tea time has ever been. <laughs> it's like actually grounding. So it changes your brain pattern from like, I am a person within the context of everybody else. And like, especially if you're in like a big family context and there's like bigger voices and people kind of taking mm -hmm. up the air and the energy and the space, you just kind of like lose your self identity of self and like float around in that moment. And that's why sometimes you can like leave a gathering or something and be sort of mm -hmm. like, who am I? What just happened? Like I'm exhausted. Right. That felt weird. So holding a cup of tea, which I'm going to do right now for yes, a prop demonstrate mm -hmm. what it does is it shifts in your brain from just like being in your head and like floating around mm -hmm. the other people's experience to, I am a body having feelings because mm. you can feel the heat of wow. the tea. And oh now you're a body holding a cup of tea. You're like a thing in the world we grounded. Always knew tea had these magical Isn't that beautiful? Powers. I mean, that we really beautiful. did. And like, mm -hmm. I started following this great account called Very British Problems. And it had the, I think I sent it to, we need to share it on Wednesday, okay. but it, it had like this list of all the types of cups of tea. And it, one of them was like the cup of tea right after you hear bad news that like helps mm. you to breathe again, or like the cup of tea that a friend made you that tastes so much better than the tea that you made yourself. Like, wait, I love this as just yeah. kind of, um, we're, we've been talking about our podcast and, you know, the new year and, and what that holds. And I love that as like um, a snapshot of what we are, right? Yeah. I mean, we are the cu cup of tea in all the different situations. Yeah. And right now, like choosing to put on a podcast and listen to that for yourself, like you're grounded in this moment. And although we are not as warm and cozy of, as a cup of tea, like mm -hmm. we hope that yeah, that vibe comes to you. So learning that was just really cool. And I do find myself making a cup of tea, like when I need to feel grounded, but now I just yeah. understand that, um, it's working. <laughs> right. Like that's actually a really great response to help you feel better. Yeah. Moment. Um, gosh, yeah. We love tea. We need to have a tea, someone in the tea world on the we podcast. Do. That has to be actually one of our goals, a tea company. Mm, there's a great um, tea brand in Portland, Smith Tea, that does really cool, sustainable stuff. So Smith Tea, we're coming for you. <laughs> um, I am learning currently, and I feel like this is kind of like basic to say, but it's true. So I, I'm going to say it, but I am learning how to say no to things, mm. um, which is, I'm definitely a people pleaser by nature. I like, you know, to be <laughs> Tom, every Tom likes to joke and say he can't be everybody's everything, um, which is him. Being, he says that he, about himself. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. But I really it can't be everybody's everything. No, um, just, in the, and it's really on a small scale of like, if I don't want to go to a dinner or I don't want to spend money on like an event or like, if I don't have capacity to go on a trip or, or whatever the thing is that I'm saying. And for me, that's really what they mostly are. It's like, um, things that require like, you know, a travel or expense or thing. And that aren't really like aligned with what's going to bring me joy. Like, I don't mm -hmm. really want to do them. I have permission to be like, no, I actually don't have to do that. I don't want to do that. It doesn't mean I'm a bad friend or bad X, Y, Z. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it is important for me to, um, you know, have, have time for myself, which is, it's hard to have, um, when you have a busy life as we all do. Um, but those few times that I have chosen to maybe say no to something that previously I would have 
like, you know, side and forced myself to, to go to, um, have been so peaceful and wonderful and such special moments. And I'm like, Oh, wait. And like, I can do that. And everybody doesn't hate me. Like <laughs> I'm allowed, like, and nobody cares that I, you know what I mean? Like everyone. Has yeah. Um, so that has been a, a real discovery for me lately. Like I, you know, I can still be a, a good person and a good friend and a, and a good, whatever, and hold time for myself. So mm, that's I, I love that for you. I think mm-hmm. you also end up becoming a better version of yourself for those friends mm-hmm. when you see them next or yeah. for the person that you live with who like should right. get the best version of you. And yeah. um, yeah, it's such a, I, th- I feel like it's one of those learnings that once you learn it, you can't go back because <laughs> right. you're also like, I'm a person who yeah. says no and to your things. Your life matters and your happiness matters and what you're comfortable with matters. And sometimes I think we're conditioned to be like, no, you have to do this thing. Like it's important that you're at this thing, mm-hmm. even if you don't want to be there. Uh, and so a lot of times that's the story we tell ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't re- the real story at all. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I've learned. And we'll continue to learn, but I encourage you secret fillers. If that's something you would like to get better at doing from the other side, it is worth it. It is worth it to have a cozy night with your tea, do your skincare, um, have a night for yourself. Wear your Sherpa. Wear your Sherpa. Exactly. <laughs> Wear your Sherpa around the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our last thing in this loving learning is thinking about. Mm. I'm thinking so much about a home and like what it means to like create a home. Wait, that's so funny. That is, well, mine is very similar. Mine is um owning a home. Thinking about roots. Roots. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so we're very aligned in this, but you continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just as Ruth gets older and like thinking about, although this is not on the horizon currently, but like yeah. adding more children, like needing a bit more space and like mm-hmm. literally the groundedness of like, having a yard with a fence and um, those little things that start to matter a lot more. Yeah. Feeling like really um, rooted, which is funny Mm -hmm. because that's what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about it too. in in that sense of like, you know, we're in New York city, um, no plans of like imminently leaving at the moment, but you know, it's kind of, we ended up here after college for jobs and we've obviously stayed. And so now it's at the point where we're like, okay, are we, you know, putting down roots here? Where where are we putting down roots? If not in Manhattan, like near Manhattan, or do we want to do something crazy? Or can we, or should mm-hmm. we? All those like thoughts um, about, you know, what the next, it feels like, you know, Tom is turning 30 this, this spring. Um, I'm turning 25 again and will be <laughs> the next. 10 years. Um, <laughs> no, uh, what's Tom? Been, you guys were the same year there. though, right? Uh, he's a year older than me, but in college, were you a, in college? He, yeah. Oh, he was a year older in college. Yep. My younger oh. woman. So were you guys long distance? We were, were, no, he worked actually when, so when I was a senior, he was working in San Diego. Oh, uh, that was in San Diego. Very what convenient. Are you, are you guys the same year? We're the same year. Yeah, you are. Okay. So that made things a little easier. Well, um, he left. So we did do long distance. Oh, then no, it didn't make things <laughs> easier at all, actually. No. Um, but yes, yeah, so we're just thinking about like roots, like what we want, like our family life to be like, where that might be um, mm-hmm. and what, you know, the things, like you said, a yard, a fence. Um, you start thinking about things that 
what matters to you, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Planting things and like being there for them to grow at season after season. Oh Basically, I just want Linda's garden. I was That's just going to say. really all I want. <laughs> we all just want Linda's garden. My mom has the most epic garden in Charleston. It's like this lush, verdant greenery, which is so funny. Like my whole life, my mom, we were always like, you can never grow anything. Everything you get dies. And we lived in literally the Arctic tundra of like upstate New York. It was so cold. It was like nothing could grow there. But when my parents moved to Charleston, um, my mom was determined. She's like, okay, this is the climate to grow things. I'm going to have an epic garden. And she managed that for herself. Yeah, she has an amazing garden. It's always, sometimes it's like too much. Like <laughs> they've had to tone <laughs> things back because they'll end up with like enough kale to feed everyone in the neighborhood for like the whole year. Um, so it's definitely a <laughs> learning harvest. Process. I bet you would have a great garden in Portland with all the rain you get, right? Yeah, people have great gardens. Um, mm-hmm. We just need the place to have like, yeah, garden beds. Yeah. Maddie will build me garden beds. She's also an amazing gardener, which like we didn't even get into on her podcast interview. What can she do? Honestly. And she had her baby. Yay. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome Welcome baby Jude. Um, Or your first nephew on your, on On that side. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. So exciting. Um, He has the chubbiest cheeks of all time. He's so cute. I just want to smush him. So squishy. Um, And we're so happy for you, Maddie. And and, and Partridge family to have yeah. a new little addition. Um, well, speaking of, are you going to see people for the holidays? Are you, where, we're are you staying at? put, which feels very in line with these cozy, yes. simple, tender vibes. Great. Um, so a Christmas tradition that we had in my family, well, because we were like, literally our family was the only family in the United mm-hmm. States. Um, it was very, family-based and like we just cooked all day and so something that I love that we're doing now is our Christmas breakfast is like English muffins with smoked salmon and oh, like kind love. of like a make your like own a, what is like a eggs benedict kind of situation yeah yeah, yeah. scrambled eggs sometimes and um mm-hmm. so starting the the morning that way feels very Christmas and Ruthie is like kind of like you guys are going to be able to have like Christmas morning and stuff which yeah like in a way that she's going to kind of understand what's happening. Oh yeah. yeah. She like loves the Christmas tree in the morning mm-hmm. when we turn it on. It feels really different now. I think it's like from my perspective, it, it feels much more, not that Christmas doesn't feel magical when you don't have a little one in your life, but I think like seeing Christmas, I understand now that saying of like seeing Christmas through the eyes of a young kid is like a totally different magical experience. Oh yeah. Watching mm-hmm. her watch the Christmas parade last night, I was like, yeah. I just couldn't stop looking at her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ruthie. She's been very good this year. So yes. hopefully Santa doesn't skip her house. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to Charleston for Christmas this year. Um, and kind of speaking of that same vein, like, you know, my sisters and I are obviously all adults um, and we don't have any like little kids in our life right now on, on that side. Um, but we do have cousins. And so we're going to have like a big group together, which will be really fun. Um my aunt and my cousins will be there and Tom will be there. My sister's boyfriend will be there. So we'll have like a good little crew. Yeah. Uh, and so we're starting a new tradition this year. Uh, we're going to do a white elephant Christmas gift exchange. So every person, so couples don't bring one gift. Everyone has to bring their own gift. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's going to be really funny. <laughs> you know, Tom has a lot of really wild, I guess, gifts ideas for this white elephant. I'm not going to spoil his, um, 
what he I think he's gonna get but you guys <laughs> will want to tune in for that episode reveal um because <laughs> I think it will be hilarious um and I'm excited to have that tra- uh, have that tradition I love a white elephant I'm kind of every year in the city um I host a uh, ornament exchange party or every year. This is the first year I'm doing it. I did one at work last year, but now I'm doing one for my girlfriends this year. Oh, um, and I just love, like, I think the game is so fun and I love um, seeing what people bring and I love the whole stealing. And I, I just have never done um, a gift exchange like that. That hasn't been like a blast. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Cute. Yeah. Um, did you say you had a, a Christmas book that you like too? Um, every year on Christmas, my dad reads, uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas to oh, my sisters. So and he cute. had since we were really Does little. he still? Um, he still does. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, kill me. That's so cute. I know. I think you have to start <laughs> that. You have to make Alex do it, read it to Ruth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have all pictures of us in our Christmas pajamas reading the book every year. He's a very um, dramatic reader, I would say. <laughs> we love it. Big hand motions, a lot of voices. Every year, there's kind of a new uh, artistic interpretation of the story. So it'll be interesting to see what he comes up with this year. In that vein, a little secret that I'm about to spill. Growing up in a tiny, tiny village in England, my dad was the village Santa Claus that everyone went to go see and tell what they wanted for Christmas and sit on their lap. And my sister and I, had no idea we have we have pictures sitting on my dad's lap with a very fake like elastic around his ears beard telling him what we wanted for Christmas and he didn't put any of no idea (laughs) (laughs) he was never there dad was never there when we went to visit Santa (laughs) that is so good oh my god your parents must have been like wait really like they don't they're they're gonna yeah they did Santa really well like my dad was on the roof doing jingle bells like stomping around I love I love (laughs) oh my gosh well in the spirit of Christmas we're gonna wrap things up as they say (laughs) Ding. Ding. (laughs) um and go enjoy some festive cheer with our loved ones and we hope you do the same secret spillers um it's been such a gift getting to share the mic with you this evening, Georgie. I love our little catch-ups, Jay. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this podcast means something to you, please rate, review, and share it with a friend. Catch you next time. Catch you next time. time.